Hi everyone, welcome to the Highlights from Ukraine podcast, your daily audio summary of the latest news reported in the Ukrainian media. My name is Artem, and here is the news. For 702 days, Ukraine stands strong against the forces of the Russian invasion. In his evening video address, President of Ukraine Volodymyr Zelensky informed that he held a staff meeting. The main focus was on the frontline situation, in particular where the intensity is currently the highest – Avdiivka, Marinka, Kupiansk direction, Kherson region. Another point of discussion was ammunition supply, both via agreements with partners and domestic production. Zelensky noted that Ukrainian arms and ammunition production shows upward trends. Separately, the topic of air defense has been discussed. Quote, we are working to increase the number of air defense systems, providing appropriate ammunition for protection against Russian aircraft and missile strikes. Control in the sky in many ways, a response to control on the ground. Unquote. According to Ukraine's defense intelligence, Russia has not provided the UN Security Council with any evidence that there were Ukrainian prisoners of war on board the Il-76 military transport plane that recently crashed in Belgorod Oblast, reports Ukrainska Pravda. It has also rejected a request for an international commission to investigate what happened near Belgorod on 24th of January. Intelligence spokesperson Andrei Yuso noted that the exchange on 24th of January was supposed to have been one of the largest of the war and the milestone 50th prisoner swap, but did not take place. He added that this is not the first time Russia has tried to use the issue of prisoners of war for provocation purposes, but that Ukraine will continue to work to bring back its defenders as well as civilians from Russian captivity. Later, Ukraine's coordination staff for the treatment of prisoners of war has said that after a long delay, Russia has released a list of Ukrainian prisoners of war who, according to Moscow claims, were on board of the Il-76 aircraft. The coordination staff confirms that 65 Ukrainian soldiers from this list were really going to be brought back to Ukraine as part of a planned exchange on 24th of January. The relatives of the soldiers from the list had seen photographs from the site where the aircraft crashed and could not identify their relatives based on the fragments of bodies they saw in these pictures. Thus, there is currently no verified information about who was really on board the Al-76 aircraft. At the same time, Russian President Vladimir Putin repeated the previous statement of the Russian Defense Ministry that there were Ukrainian prisoners of war on board. He claimed that it was Ukraine who shot down the Russian Il-76 and that this could not have happened under any circumstances due to friendly fire by the Russian air defense system. Putin also claimed that the defense intelligence of Ukraine and the armed forces of Ukraine knew that prisoners of war were to be taken to the region. We would really appreciate if you could recommend us to your friends and family as well as share information on social media. This way more people would learn about the podcast and truth about Russia's invasion of Ukraine. Speaker of the U.S. House of Representatives Mike Johnson said in a letter that the Senate bill on the border and aid to Ukraine, as well as other countries, will not be approved in the House if the information on its terms is true, reports European Pravda. Johnson's statement came after separate signals from House leadership aides as well as House and Senate Republicans that the supplemental package which includes aid for Ukraine has no future in the House, even if it's approved by the Senate. 
Johnson's message that the bill would have been dead on arrival was also repeated to Republican chiefs of staff. Earlier, Ukrainian Foreign Minister Dmitry Kuleba reiterated his belief that the U.S. Congress would approve additional funding for Ukraine despite the differences between the two parties on the issue of migration. Biden's administration stressed that it was necessary to make a decision on assistance to Ukraine as soon as possible, as the next few months would be critical. The bill provides more than 60 billion US dollars to support Ukraine, 14 billion for Israel, and the same amount for measures to counter illegal migration on the US southern border. Meanwhile, the Biden administration is developing a new strategy for helping Ukraine, which will focus not on recapturing the territories captured by Russia, but on repelling new Russian offensives as well as long-term projects, strengthening the armed forces and the economy. Thank you for listening to the Highlights from Ukraine podcast. We're an commercial initiative of just two people and we need your help to grow. Share information about the podcast, rate us in the app, subscribe to our Patreon. With your support, we are getting better. We call on you to demand from governments of your countries to impose the toughest sanctions possible on Russia and its citizens to stop their invasion of Ukraine.